K-pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to K-pop Pillow Talk. <laughs> I'm Millie. I'm Nods. <laughs> so, Nods rushed through the ending <laughs> of the last episode because um, minus last the last two episodes, we normally record three in a row in a day. So, hmm. right now we're on our second one and... Um, <laughs> I was going to talk about something. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about it. So now, let me talk about what I was going to talk about with mm-hmm. Namjoon. Um, because we were talking about, like, villains and all this. Yes, yes, and, yes. <laughs> and how it's his birthday, etc. I went to the Mono Exhibition hosted by House of Soap on Instagram. And they partnered with K-Playstation, or K-Pop Playstation. It's or K-pop K-pop, no, it's K-Pop Station. I'm mixing in three different events in one. <laughs> um, K-Pop Station. Um, and it was just a, it was a, in a photography, like, studio, um, and they used every single wall, and they had so much art, and so much different artwork. It was all facets of Namjoon, truly. And then, it was also, when I was waiting in line outside, one of the volunteers was like, oh, you know, we have so much art in there, some of it is from our vendors who are selling things, some of it is from just regular army one of it is the dad of an army in and then there was another one from germany like an artwork piece from germany and i was like damn that's crazy uh if you want to see what that looked like that was the first tiktok i posted on our k-pop pillow talk tiktok i decided to open that last week so far we've posted that the teaser which was interesting because it was for episode 13 and i posted it the night before Episode 13 went live, and I didn't post that teaser anywhere else. So TikTok was the only one who Mm. got it early. And then we now have a third video up, which is us at the Sunmi concert. So if you want to see what chaos ensued, feel free to watch that. We also have one more that we took at the Sunmi concert that I have not posted yet. (laughs) (laughs) but maybe by the time this episode is out actually 100% by the time this episode is out it will also be up so that's what I want to talk about there and then I mentioned it in the last episode but I didn't go into much detail but there is a K-Amp Los Angeles uh, the premier K-pop music experience now I don't know if this is the first time this is happening it is this is the first time this is happening. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a K-pop music festival. They're claiming to be the first K-pop music festival, mm-hmm. which I think is true, not true. True, not true. Because yeah. head in the clouds. Head in the cloud. Well, that's why I say true, not true. Yeah, because... It's like K-Axe. Yeah. It's, well, and it's even Asian that, like, Axe. Yeah. yeah Asian American. Um, Icon was there mm-hmm. one time <laughs> uh, for the second one. Um, so I've been screaming about wanting something like this mm-hmm. for... A really long time. Yeah. I'm happy that it's happening. I real. I do hope it's successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do hope I rise up in. I do hope we rise up in yeah. K K influencer <laughs> <laughs> um, status that we will be invited to the next one because mm. I can't go to this one. Yeah. I wish it was like next year, <laughs> not <laughs> next month. Uh, um, so. Power to this festival. Like I said, I really hope it's successful though so that it comes back and with even more acts because mm-hmm. this lineup is like crazy. Yeah. Um, like you have like Taeyeon. Yeah. And then you also have like Bam Bam. Yeah, Bam Bam. But then you also have like Lapalus, which is 
a recently debuted group. Mm -hmm. So it's so interesting. Um, Honestly, honestly, I'm just going to talk about the lineup because it's actually really exciting. Like yeah. Saturday, there's going to be Bam Bam, Icon, Kai, Lapilus, P1 Harmony, Super Junior. Super Junior. Yeah, and Taeyeon. So, so interesting. No common theme, which I no. love. That This is a true <laughs> festival. Like, I don't even see, like, an influence of one company over another. Like, Yeah, this, no, no, that's kind of spread out. Yeah, this is, like, a true, like, moment here. And then Saturday... Um, I mean, Sunday is Espa, Epic High, Somi, Momoland, Monster X, T1419, and Zion T, um, which is so interesting because mm-hmm. you, uh, you just have a mix of everything. You have true K-pop, you have veterans, you have K-hip-hop mm-hmm. and all that. So I'm really excited to see like what comes out of this. I'm mm-hmm. literally going to enter a contest to like get some <laughs> VIP a VIP giveaway because I do want to go. Yeah. I just, I, I can't, so. They were handing out these flyers that Nas is reading from mm-hmm. after the Sunmi concert, which was good on them. Yeah. You know, speaking of good marketing, when we, I don't know if you noticed this, but when we were driving away from the venue, mm-hmm. right as we got onto the freeway, <laughs> there was a big um, neon I always want to call them billboards. They're not. They're like the screen billboards. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. And it was for the Spotify playlist K-Pop On. Oh. Like, it was a big ad for it. And I was like, you know what? Interesting. This is a very specific timing, Spotify. Yeah. You did this for exactly when people would be leaving the Sunmi concert. Yeah. And I was like, hats off. Hats off, Spotify. Hats off to you. I'm not going to listen to that playlist. Yeah. But good job. Good I bet job. someone might. Someone will. It won't be me. And this is, like, no shade to the Spotify playlist. It's just that I do take the time, kind of, to make my own playlist. <laughs> I have my own playlist. So, yeah. you know, I do prefer Spotify over everybody else, so. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually trying to get my numbers up because, <laughs> because it's almost October. So we're going to get the end <laughs> yeah, of the year Yeah, stuff. yeah, I've been, like, listening to BTS. It's good timing. I've been having a lot of anxiety yeah. lately, so I've been listening to solely BTS. Because I refuse to have any other artist as my number one artist. Exactly. I don't think I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but I could have now that we've been doing this for like two, two years? One year? Two years. No, no, no. We started in 2020. Oh my God. Okay. So since we've been doing this for a while, I, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I will mention it again. I... The first year I got into BTS, and I say specifically got into BTS because I did not listen to other K-pop groups for about eight months, I would say. And when I got into them, it was July of that year. So from July to October, because that's all that Spotify takes. They stop at October. From July to October, I listened to 900 hours of BTS. Jesus. Granted, I was using them to sleep. I was very... It was, as they say, you find BTS at the right time. Yeah. And I did, in fact, need them in that moment. Yeah, me too. Um, so I was falling asleep to their music. I was only listening to their music throughout the day. So obviously that's why it, I racked up that many hours. I've never come close to that since. I think the last time I came somewhat close, it was at like mm, 600 or something. Yeah. So... I'm very excited to see what... I feel like I've listened to a lot more artists this year than normal, so... Yeah, me too. I'm excited to see my numbers. Same. I'm excited to see the podcast numbers for this yeah. year. <laughs> that was... Last year was our first time getting, like, a 
Spotify uh, podcasts rewind or not rewind replay. Remember our our um our wrap up wrap up. Yeah, it's like it's something like that. Something like that. Yeah, our Spotify wrapped for our podcast, and that was so fun. And I'm so excited to see the difference that we've come from in the next year. Which is all made possible by everyone who listens, so thank you. Shout out to you listening right now, whether you're were in your ears on your headphones, which I hope not, because every time I think about someone listening to our podcast in headphones, I internally cry. Yeah. And then hopefully, best case scenario, in your car. That's how I like to listen to podcasts. <laughs> Or maybe you just use this as a cleaning podcast. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Thank you, Fred. <laughs> I don't know. I hope you are living your best life while you listen to us. And thank you. Yeah. Just a little, little reminder that we appreciate everyone who listens. So, we left off at kind of a scary place. <laughs> just like the last episode. Um, I'm, my bet is that it's Ruth. Yeah. Is that also your bet? Ruth is in cahoots. Yeah. Yeah. I think Ruth is in cahoots with Namjoon and Jenny um, because, and she's gonna, Ruth is going to frame, this is what I'm betting, Ruth is going to frame this as a caring sister moment. Mm. She's going to be like, because YN's going to be like, why would you do this? You don't even care about me. And she has like, the, then Ruth breaks down and is just like, I do care about you. This is how I show you I care, you know, like that. Yeah. And then we're going to be like, mm, not good no. enough. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's my, um. That's what I think is going to happen. Maybe Laura is listening to this right now and is giggling to herself because she's somehow played us. <sighs> um, but <laughs> as an avid reader of all things, I hope I'm right. All right, so we're going to be reading the chapter The Pretender. The series of events that led to the leak, warnings, swearing, mentions of sex, severe toxic behavior, sociopathy slash mental illness, Jeez. and mentions of infidelity. <sighs> Infidelity! Pornicator. <laughs> and it starts four, almost five months ago. Namjoon? Is that you? Ruth is shocked. <gasps> baffled to see your ex-boyfriend standing in the hospital corridor wearing a white lab coat and thick-brimmed glasses. I thought you left the country. I did, but I'm back now. The doctor nods in agreement with a small, uncomfortable smile. He'd forgotten just how much you two look alike. How have you been, Ruth? I thought you moved out of London. Yeah, I have. I drove down for the day. I've been good. She's staring at him as though she's seen a ghost, a sexy, dimpled ghost from her past. I'm just here visiting my dad, so... Right, Namjoon has to look away from your sister, guilt eroding his insides at what happened between them the last time he saw her. <gasps> oh, he cheated on YN? You know, that's the best case scenario for infidelity. Yeah. I was, I was a touch worried that it was going to be Jungkook. Just like a, a, like, a, like, a, like a drop. Anyway. I was thinking, oh God, is it her mom or something? <laughs> He's going to be fine. We're just keeping him in for observations. He'll be home tomorrow. I said the same thing to YN. Oh, YN was here? Ruth isn't sure why she's so surprised. Of course you were here. You would drop anything and everything to spend time with the family. The mention of your name should make her nauseous, maybe even a little disappointed in herself for her past behavior, but it doesn't. She's more interested in the sparkle in June's eyes when your name rolls off his tongue. He still cares about you, even after all this time, even after what they did. It's always been you, and it'll never be her. Well, 
damn. I'm sorry, but you have the Kim Sook Jin. I know. What do you mean it'll never... Well, I mean Nam June, But, like, <laughs> I mean, come on. Worldwide handsome, my girl. <laughs> the man that gave us three hours of live stream <laughs> and a video clip that sounds like he's being blown. <laughs> anyway, that news has probably well passed by the time this episode goes up. Yeah, but I'm not over it. <laughs> She and her boyfriend left about an hour ago. Namjoon's heart drops in his stomach at the prospect of you being with anyone other than him, even though he doesn't deserve you. At this, Ruth frowns, crossing her small arms over her chest, purposefully pushing up the swell of her breasts as if... Ugh. But he doesn't seem to notice. Yeah, Namjoon wouldn't notice that. He would not. He would not. I could flash Namjoon, (laughs) and he would probably be like, oh no, your shirt's falling. (laughs) It's Bang Chan that would have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I would love to flash Bang Chan. In a, like, a consensual way, obviously. Because yeah. I just think it would be so fun. Anyway, this is neither here nor there. Boyfriend? Stay out of her relationship this time, Ruth, he warns with a serious expression. She looks happy. I would never purposefully ruin my sister's relationship. She edges closer to the doctor, looking up at him through long, seductive eyelashes. Besides, it takes two to tango. We both know that. Sleeping with you was the biggest mistake I ever made, Namjoon <gasps> whispers. I lost everything I ever loved. Woo. Wow. To hear that from Namjoon, whoo. That, I'm sorry, Painful. but life is over. Like, yeah. if, Nam, if Kim Namjoon said that to me, I... <laughs> No, yeah. no, I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm stopped. <laughs> like, <laughs> Around five months into your relationship with Namjoon, you'd gotten into a fight about something. Truthfully, he can't even remember what the argument was about, only the events that transpired after. He'd gone to a club to clear his head, which was a mistake in itself because he'd never been able to handle his drink. Three drinks in, he was already slurring his words to anybody that would listen, including Ruth, who happened to be at the same bar that night. One thing led to another, and the next thing he remembers is waking up in her bed completely naked with 14 missed calls from you, his girlfriend, her sister. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no, that sounds like Ruth's fault. Yeah. That she took advantage of him while he was intoxicated. Yeah. That is Ruth's fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I absolve you of this sin, Namjoon. <laughs> When he says it was the biggest mistake he ever made, he truly means it. He couldn't look you in the eye when he showed up at your apartment with a bouquet of flowers later that day. Bless your soul, you thought he was apologizing for fighting with you. You had no idea that he'd spent the night with his body buried between another woman's bedsheets. It was that day he decided he needed to get out of London. He couldn't bring himself to tell you the truth because he was so ashamed of what he had done. Even he knew he couldn't string you along thinking you were happy when he was both, both a liar and a cheat. Even now, the night Namjoon and Ruth spent together is hazy to him. He doesn't remember anything save from talking to her and waking up next to her, but that memory is enough to put him on edge at the mere sight of her. You clearly didn't love her. Otherwise, it would have never happened. Ruth rolls her eyes, already bored of him and his desperation. Ew. Girl. I did you both a favor. You would still be together if it wasn't for me. Ew. Oh my god. So Namju, I, I take it back. I think <laughs> maybe it's Jenny and Ruth. <laughs> Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Which, oh. uh, Jenny, make yeah, Jenny, but also, ah, uh, 
And I'm doing in this fic. Poetic justice. Yeah. Oh my god, I feel so bad for him. Because he's getting used. If yeah. that's true, then he's used by two women. Yeah. Oh. God. Yeah, we would, Namjoon says between clenched teeth, standing back from the real reason he'd taken a gap year abroad. So the new boyfriend, is he as dumb as you are? <gasps> Ruth chuckles darkly, cocking her head to the side. Visiting hours are over, you need to leave. For the rest of Namjoon's shift, his thoughts are plagued by none other than your sister. When you'd first started dating, you'd mentioned how you didn't get along. You never gave him a specific reason, but once he met Ruth in the flesh at one of your family wine nights, it all became crystal clear. Ruth is a bitch. She cares for nobody save herself. She has a new boyfriend every five minutes until they're too tired of her bullshit and leave. One thing he noticed about her in the time that they've known each other is how cold she is, how she has no issue with destroying the lives of other people. It's when he's leaving the building that he decides to go for a drink to numb the memory of the worst thing he's ever done, much to the disappointment of his better judgment that he knows this is a bad idea. He's never been able to handle his alcohol, <laughs> and that night is no different. When he's sipping at his fourth, no, fifth whiskey on the rocks, that fee... God, that... Hmm. Namjoon, if you can't handle your alcohol, don't be getting whiskey on, on the, the rocks. rocks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nasty. Ugh. That a female voice drags him from thought. Long day, a girl, no older than him, asks, sitting on the empty bar stool beside him. There's no denying she's beautiful. At first glance, she looks just like the Disney princess Jasmine. Her hair is jet black, her olive skin glows even underneath the harsh lighting of the bar, but it's her big feline-like eyes that intrigue him the most. He's seen this girl somewhere before. Sorry, she laughs somewhat embarrassed. That was too cheesy, wasn't it? I'm Jenny. Dumb June, he introduces himself with a warm, dimpled smile. Can I buy you a drink? Sure. As the night progresses, Dr. Kim learns that Jenny is a model. That's why she seems so familiar. He's probably ogled her perfect body in magazines when nobody's <laughs> looking. She really is stunning. And single, too. Apparently, her ex-boyfriend was an emotionally abusive asshole who treated her like shit, cheating on her left and right and center, and paid way more attention to his business than her needs. Girl! Jungkook 100% said clear as day, we are not in a relationship, mm -hmm. and I will be seeing other people. Yep. Like... That's why YN made it a clause in her thing. Yeah, there was a contract a that contract. you signed. Terms and conditions. Apply. My goodness. And the funny thing is I was literally about to say, like, oh, how nice. Their meeting is, like, so organic. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it could have been a nice relationship if they both let go of their past. Yeah. Namjoon's disgust is somewhat hypocritical, though. He knows he's no better, and yet he still puts up a front in an attempt to see this girl again. He's single, and a man has needs, after all. Well, it's his loss. You're an amazing girl. He's drunk now, there's no doubt about it. His gaze mindlessly dropping to Jenny's cleavage on more than one occasion. At this, Jenny raises her nearing empty glass to propose a slurred speech. To Jun Jun Cook, the man who broke my heart, so Dr. Kim can fix it. Oh. The pair cheers happily, ordering another drink from the bar. Namjoon sighs. He's so fucking wasted that the room is spinning, and it looks as though Jenny has six faces. But he still knows he's heard that name before. Jungkook. Jungkook. He zones out of real-life conversation to rack his brain for his answer he so desperately wants to find. Jungkook. Jungkook. He knows that name. He's close to losing his mind when his eyes find the TV screen behind the bar. It was previously showing football highlights from the match he didn't care about. <laughs> <laughs> but now, all he sees is you. 
that's his new girlfriend, Jenny Spitz. Noticing his gaze is fixated on the news. Some story about how you were the new lover of some big shot CEO. Of course your boyfriend is a CEO. Whose new girlfriend? Namjoon doesn't bother to look at Jenny. His eyes are glued at the screen, completely struck on you. Entering an Italian restaurant wearing an expensive black dress. John Cooks, he's the CEO of Jun Industry. That's the only reason she's famous. Eight months ago, that was me, she says bitterly. June immediately stiffens. Your new boyfriend is the emotionally abusive playboy Jenny's just spent an hour ranting about? No, it can't be. You're a good person, with a good heart. You deserve so much better than someone like him. There's no way in hell he's going to let you get your heart broken by some rich boy who no doubt pays for everything on daddy's credit card. Bitch! Uh... Cook's daddy won't even take money from him. I know, so you're wrong. <laughs> he's probably paying her for sex. He gets a kick out of being the one in control. I'm sorry, Namjoon finally faces Jenny, whose features have dropped into something more, something much sadder than when he first laid eyes on her. What did you say? He was my sugar daddy. I'm not supposed to tell anyone, but you're never going to meet him, so I guess it's okay. She shrugs, toying with dainty straps on her tiny white dress. So, is he your ex-boyfriend or ex-sugar daddy? He's rightfully confused, unable to digest all of this new information with a nauseous stomach and a spinning head. I don't understand. Both, I guess. Both, I guess. Girl. Bitch. Wrong. Contract. Not boyfriend. Terms and conditions. Apply. (laughs) He's an asshole anyway. He'll break her heart, too. In all honesty, Jenny knows she's oversold the story of her and Jungkook. He's not as bad as she's made him out to be, but she thrives off the sympathy. Deep down, she knows he never cared for her or even thought about her as a girlfriend, but she's too embarrassed to admit the truth, that she fell hard and fast in love with somebody who doesn't want to be loved. And if there's one thing she's good at, it's being the damsel in distress that needs saving. And who better to save her than a handsome young doctor? A few white lies and embellishments never hurt anybody. What's the worst that could happen? Unfortunately, the worst has happened. Yeah, that has occurred already. (laughs) Though to be fair, because Jenny doesn't know the relationship, Mm -hmm. would I judge her if the consequences didn't exist for embellishing this thing? No. No. 100% no. Yeah, no. You get that doctor in bed, you fucking do it. Yeah. (laughs) However, that's not the story here. No. Sleep doesn't come easy to Namjoon that night when he finally makes it home. Jenny is in a dreamland next to him after a night of averagely enjoyable drunk sex. (laughs) Aww. Sitting up, he peels his phone from his discarded trousers. He's sobered up some, but he's still not in his right mind. That's what leads him to making one phone call he knows he'll end up regretting. I was wondering how long it would take for you to call me, Ruth purrs from the other end of the line after two short rings. Thankfully, Jenny is knocked out cold and doesn't hear it. What can I do for you, big boy? Ew. June grimaces at the inappropriate nickname. Ruth is nothing more to him than your sister, and she never will be. You're the only reason he, he's even thought to dial her number. Jun Jun Cook, that's Wyan's new boyfriend. You called me at two in the morning to tell me about Wyan's new boyfriend, she scoffs. He can picture her bitchy face in his mind. What about him? He's not a good guy, Ruth. He's... She deserves better. His heart aches for you. It really does. He just wants to find... He just wants you to find somebody who actually deserves you. And if there's one person in this world that can stop you from falling in love with this guy before it's too late, it's her. Do whatever you want with that information. How bad are we talking? Is all Ruth asks, not even an ounce of concern in her tone. Maybe Jenny lied and Jungkook wasn't a bad man at all. Or maybe, no, definitely, Envy got the better of Namjoon. He doesn't want you to move on. He wants you to leave... 
He wants to leave the past behind and try again. There's no denying that he loved you, more than he's ever loved anyone in his life. Seeing you earlier only reminded him that he still does. And if Jungkook is even half as bad as Jenny made him out to be, he has to put a stop to this relationship before he hurts you. Ruth is the key to winning you back. Bad. His voice is croaky and stained with liquor. Bad enough for me to call you. What are you suggesting? I was madly in love with her, and you still managed to break us up. I reckon it'll be much easier for you with him. They haven't been dating long. Guilt gnaws his insides for involving someone as sinister as your sister, but she's his only hope. What's in it for you? I want her back. Time skip. Three, almost four months ago. So that's Jungkook? Ruth points to the TV screen, waiting for confirmation. Yep, that's him. Jenny nods with an aching heart. The past few weeks have been uneventful for Ruth. Apart from the fact she's met somebody new, Kim Suk Jin, a wealthy CEO who's just about it, who's just about dumb enough to fall for her lies and feigned innocence. Ugh. The only reason she's dating him is so she can work her way to the top of his business and take the company for herself. Of course. Yeah. This bitch just wants to take a company. Bitch, yeah. Start a company. Start your own. Be your own CEO. She doesn't have the resources to build an empire from scratch, and so she's dating somebody like him is her only option. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) That's not to say she doesn't like him, though. He's funny, very handsome, charming. Being with him is nice, but she doesn't particularly care about his feelings. After Namjoon told her about your new boyfriend, she took it upon herself to do some research. Jungkook is a CEO and somewhat of a playboy, according to news articles. You're his first serious relationship. That doesn't surprise her, though. You have a way with men that Ruth could never understand. You're kind and warm and don't need to battle for dominance within your relationships. It makes perfect sense that you've managed to tame a wealthy businessman. In a way, she's almost proud that this boyfriend is more successful than your last, or at least she would be if he wasn't such an asshole. What? You haven't met him. You haven't met him. And also, what do you mean she doesn't have to fight for dominance? Why do you... What? I know. That's weird. Dominance? That's a different kind of relationship. Yeah. That involves a contract. Mm. What? (laughs) It's a partnership. What? Yeah. During her research, she found Jungkook's ex-girlfriend, Jenny, which which is what led her back to London for the day to meet her. She needs all the ammunition she can get to make sure this prick never hurts you, and ruining your relationship is somewhat a specialty of hers. Uh. It'll take some time, especially as you look so loved up with him, currently vacationing in Bora Bora, but she's determined to tear this man down. Namjoon sounded so desperate for her help, and the familiar wave of jealousy fueled her decision to ruin another one of your love stories, convincing herself it's for your own good. I don't get it, Jenny admits, sipping her coffee. Why would you reach out to me if Wyan's your sister? I should be the last person you want to speak to. Ruth nods, understanding the model's confusion. My sister and I have a very complicated relationship. Don't get it twisted. Complicated doesn't even begin to describe it. Ruth can't remember exactly when it happened, but one day when you were both young and still had childlike innocence, she realized that she despised you. Maybe it was the way your parents always babied you that she hated, or maybe she hated how you were praised for getting slightly above average grades in school, amongst other mundane things. Ruth worked her ass off in school, university, in every aspect of her life, and yet your parents could, couldn't could care less. It was to be expected of her. She's the oldest, and so it was no big deal when she got the top of the class marks every test. Why am I stumbling over this so much? (laughs) With you, everything was an achievement that had to be celebrated. She's jealous of you, even to this day, watching you walk along a hot beach wearing a red bikini hand-in-hand with some rich asshole on the news. She's still jealous. That's exactly why she did what she did with Namjoon. She got a kick out of tearing you down a peg or two and watching you suffer, never knowing the real reason he left. 
Her old therapist said she's a sociopath. She should be on strong medication and undergoing <laughs> regular treatment, but she doesn't do either. She's incapable of being happy for anybody, and she prefers it that way. She's always known she was different. She didn't cry when the family dog died. She didn't care when her first boyfriend broke up with her. Truthfully, the only reason she even visits your sick father is because she knows if she doesn't, your mother will berate her for not caring. Oh, my God. Oh, you should be more like YN. She can practically hear her voice. What are you going to do? Jenny is scared of Ruth. Her eyes are shiny with fear as she looks to your older sister. No. Poor Jenny. I know. Jenny just wanted to fuck some doctor. I like, know. I know. God. This is turned to... Yeah. If she didn't know better, she would have thought the girl sitting in front of her was you. You resemble each other so much. You won't be able to get between them. They're obsessed with each other. He doesn't even answer my calls anymore. I don't plan to get between them. Not in the way you're thinking, anyway. Ruth admits with a nonchalant shrug. You're going to tell me everything you know about John Industries so I can tear it down and take over. If Jenny had to describe your sister's smile in one word, it's evil. Later that night, Namjoon finds himself on a colleague's stag. Do. Yeah, like a bachelor party? Ah, okay. He's at some punky bar in Camden that he doesn't particularly like when he sees you standing with your back to the wall in the outdoor smoking section, looking somewhat deflated as you sip at your drink. YN? He has to blink twice to make sure he's seeing this right. You're wearing a very revealing red dress. He can barely keep the saliva in his mouth. Namjoon, your eyes find his across the way with a small smile. It's after a brief conversation and a somewhat forced hug that he smells the familiar scent of your perfume, feels the comfort of you in his long arms, regret washing over him in a tidal wave of despair. June barely notices the arrival of your boyfriend and another guy he hadn't paid much attention to. He's not intimidated by either, his gaze fixed solely on the one thing in life he got right. The one thing he royally fucked up. Perhaps it's the alcohol in his system making his decision for him, but he knows he has to tell you the truth about your sister and how she's planning to break down. Jungkook, you deserve that at the very least. Actually, YN, he sighs, preparing himself. I really need to talk to you about how we ended. I don't think that's necessary. Your best friend Jimin puts himself between your bodies. Come on, man, let's have a drink and a boogie for old time's sake. I'll catch up with you guys soon, yeah? Come on, man. And just like that, he's standing at the bar with Jimin and another man named Taehyung, patiently waiting for another drink. Less than ten minutes later, he watches Jungkook lead you out the main entrance, his fingers laced with yours the way, he's, the way his used to be. He's probably going to take you back to his penthouse apartment for sex. His jaw tightens at the idea of somebody who's not him getting to be intimate with you like that. Ugh. <laughs> Are you okay? Taehyung asks him. Wait. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking of? What? If I literally ever thought about another woman on any of my exes, shoot me. Why would I be thinking about that? Like, <laughs> that sounds awful. I yeah. don't envy any of them. No. Just, uh, good luck. Good luck. Hope it's better. Yeah. It's just like, what? Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm not in love with any of them. Yeah. Are you okay? Taehyung asks him. His large, cat-like eyes are concerned as he drinks four shots of tequila as if they were water. <laughs> June nods, trying to convince himself that he's going to be fine. Yeah, sorry, man. Girl trouble. Oh? Who's the girl? You guys have met before, right? Jimin asks with pinched brows, handing both men a beer. This is Namjoon. He's, well, he's YN's ex. I remember you. I've seen you at Black Swan before. Taehyung's smile doesn't quite reach his eyes. He's cautious of Namjoon and his motives. I hope this doesn't make things awkward between us, but I'm Taehyung. His large hand rests on his chest. Jungkook's best friend. Is she happy with him? June's eyes are glistening with raw pain of what could have been, which doesn't go unnoticed by your best friend. 
Jimin tries to comfort him, but he tips over his words. Come on, Namjoon, don't do that to yourself. It's... she's... there... I can only speak for Jungkook. Taehyung's voice is barely audible against the thumping sound of the speakers, but he loves her. He'll treat her well. Jungkook loves you. This ignites a burning hatred fueled with envy and rage inside Namjoon's chest. It feels as though his heart has been torn from his body. Once again, he's drunk and emotional, which leads him to excuse himself from the club using the lie of needing a vape before dialing the one person he knows is more than capable of destroying your new boyfriend. Oh my god. Hello, big boy. She chuckles darkly on the other end of the line. I want in. His heart is pounding so hard that he can barely hear himself speak. I'll help you take down Jungkook. Just tell me what I can do and I'll do it. He's wasted. He knows this is wrong, but it doesn't stop him from inviting your sister back to his new apartment later that night. No! Namjoon, you were so close. You were so close from being just a bystander in this. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, you ignited it and that sucks, but like, at least he didn't pull the trigger, you know? Mm -hmm. But... But unfortunately, you have now shot yourself in the foot twice. Yeah. Ugh. The back and forth, I, the whiplash I feel of going like, oh, I feel bad for him, ah, never mind. Oh, I feel bad for him, ah, never mind. <laughs> it seems as though the true victim here in this side of the story is Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, girl, you kind of did that all to yourself. And like, um, but she was, she's just trying to have a good time. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I, I can't be mad at her. No, like, I really can't. She, <laughs> she just thought she was telling some hot doctor yeah. about her old flame and like was gonna get sympathy and yeah. have a good time um that she, didn't she didn't know <laughs> now she's in a practically a murder scheme like uh-huh and then she's now met this very scary woman yeah so poor jenny poor jenny <laughs> time skip two almost three months ago you're in Seoul, presumably meeting Jungkook's parents or something as equally domestic and nauseating, which is what leads Ruth to his apartment building wearing an inconspicuous all-black outfit. It's common knowledge that you look alike, and so she uses it to her advantage to get inside the CEO's apartment complex with ease. She's looking for anything useful. Laptops, iPads, paper documents, USB sticks, bank statements, something with sensitive information about Jun Industries, something that she can use against him. There has to be something in this obnoxiously large home. There just has to be. And that's when she sees it, a video camera, sitting atop of his bedroom side table next to a box of tissues. Ruth rolls her eyes at the disgusting sight. She knows full well why there's a box of tissues right next to this guy's bed. He must be even worse than Jenny and Namjoon had made out. So she makes her way over to the scene in just a few footsteps. Who even has video cameras anymore? Surely phone camera quality is much better than this little thing. Holy shit, she gasps audibly. No fucking way. There's a video of you and him, a rather explicit video to say the least. The setting is some kind of beach hut. She figures this must have been filmed on your trip to Bora Bora. She's beyond shocked. She didn't take you for this kind of girl. Usually you were so careful, maybe even a little frigid. Her eyes almost pop out of her skull when she presses play. Jungkook, your voice is barely audible on the video. Your legs spread open on a bed with the billionaire's face buried between them, covering your intimate area. Do you want me? His voice is low, dripping with seduction. Ruth pauses the video and sits on the bed. Now this has potential. This could ruin his career if it blew up, though. There's an internal struggle happening. She could really do this to her... Could she really do this to her own sister? No! Oh my god! You should not leak anyone's sex tape. I wouldn't even do that to my worst enemy. No, I would not. It's just something... You just... No. That's just something you... Hey, folks. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> legalities like aside you know yeah don't do that just like <laughs> don't do that 
No. Okay, anyway. Sure, it would destroy Jungkook and probably a relationship with him too, which is what she, Jenny, and Namjoon all want one way or another. But it would kill you. She's frowning, unsure of what to do with this information. In panic, she buries the camera deep in her bag and leaves the building, dialing Jenny's number immediately. Hello? It's Ruth. I'm in London for the night. Let's go for drinks. Later that night, Ruth and Jenny are having a few cocktails at Black Swan when they come up with a sinister plan. The alcohol in your sister's system rids her of any uncertainty or guilt she felt before. This is the best, fastest, and easiest way to take down that asshole. Sure, she's almost 100% sure that Jenny isn't telling the whole truth about Jungkook's character. But if he's even half as bad as she's made him out to be over the few weeks they've known each other, she's not going to let him do the same things to you that he did to her. Jun Industries will suffer, his reputation will suffer, and yes, you will suffer, but she imagines it will all blow over eventually and you'll be able to live a normal life, finding someone who's actually on your level. Blow over? The internet is forever. The fuck? Goodness. The, the fact that these very real doubts in her mind aren't enough to just, like, stop yeah. is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like... If I was about, which I wouldn't, but if I was about to do something <laughs> like that, and there was any voice in my head being like, mm, maybe not, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. The risk is just too big. Mm-hmm. Somebody who won't outshine her or any future partners she brings to the family dinner table. Can people trace IP addresses? <laughs> Jenny asks somewhat naively, her eyes animatedly big. What if we get caught? I don't want to go to prison. At this, Ruth scoffs. Nobody's going to prison. We'll leak the video from somewhere that can't be traced back to us. Truthfully, Jenny feels crushed. Jungkook had never even attempted to film their antics together. Not that they even had sex that much, nor did he show her as much passion as he seemed to with you. What makes you so special? She's overlooking how evil her friend Ruth must be if she's willing to do something like this to her own sister. All she can think about is how this will completely break your relationship. This is the way she's going to get Jungkook back. A short while later, Ruth calls a cab, initially to your parents' house, but she changes the destination during the ride to your ex-boyfriend's place. She already knows where it is, given that they've slept together again just last month. The hallway is small, tidy, and smells like cinnamon. Perhaps this is a mistake, but with the alcohol clouding her judgment, she can't bring herself to care. What are you doing here? Namjoon rubs the sleep from his eyes as he opens the front door, wearing only gray boxer shorts. It's late. I have work tomorrow. This won't take long. Can I come in? Much to her surprise, Namjoon stands to one side, granting her access to his homely home. For the first time in a long time, Ruth's nervous. Once she does what she's about to do, there's no going back. Standing in his kitchen, she clicks her tongue twice, mulling over her thoughts. Look, Ruth, I don't know why you're here, but I've decided I want nothing to do with whatever you're planning with Jungkook and YN. I was drunk when I said those things. I made a lot of mistakes that night. She knew this would happen. He's still completely head over heels for you, after all. So, of course, he was never exactly a reliable partner in crime. This is exactly why Ruth only looks out for Ruth. People can't disappoint you if you don't let them. Do you still have a key to her apartment? What? He frowns, barely awake and confused. I need to get into her apartment. She's in Seoul, and I don't have a spare. You need to stop this obsession you have with ruining her life, he warns with a serious profile, slumping himself down onto his two-seater dining table. It's not normal. It's unhealthy. This isn't about her. I need a key to get in. My parents have gone out and I have nowhere to stay. She lies, as though it's second nature to her. Unless you want to make it three for three and fuck me again. I'm not giving you the key to her apartment. Yes, you are. Ruth, you need to stop. I don't like him either, alright? But if she's happy... 
To this, she makes her way over to him, planting her small palms on his white dining table to look down at him with a fiery gaze. If you don't give me the key, I'll tell her the real reason you left. June freezes. He knows your sister can be cold, but this? This is something else. He swallows thickly, rightfully nervous. He knows she's not the type of woman to deliver empty threats. She will tell you everything if he doesn't do exactly as, as she says. He should have never called her the night he met Jenny. He knows that now. All he has done is fueled her unhealthy obsession in being the better sister. There's not one trace of emotion behind her eyes, not one single shred of evidence to know she cares about you. You're happy with Jungkook, he knows you are, and so the idea of your sister shattering the peace you've finally found with someone you don't need to know doesn't sit right with him. No, he can't let that happen. Hesitantly, Namjoon grabs his set of keys from the small white bowl on the kitchen side, disconnecting yours and giving it to Ruth. Thanks, she smirks triumphantly, looking back at him over her shoulder as she approaches his front door. See you around, big boy. The next morning, Ruth finds herself outside of Jenny's house. She can't stay in London much longer, as her boyfriend Sokjin is already beginning to get suspicious of why she stayed the night at her parents' place. After a series of loud knocks, her friend finally opens the door, baffled. This is the key to Wyan's apartment. Here's the address. She hands her a small piece of paper. Here's the video. She'll be home from Korea soon, so you have, so you have a few hours to decide if you really want to do this. If there's another thing Ruth is particularly good at, it's manipulating people. Poor Jenny thinks that the choice is hers, that this was her idea, as though Ruth wasn't the one who stole the video camera from your boyfriend's apartment in the first place. Everything has come together just as she had hoped. The only thing left to do now is dispose of the video camera as she's transferred the footage to a USB and it now sits patiently in Jenny's hand, waiting to be uploaded. This is only phase one of her master plan, and phase two is already underway. She has an interview at Jun Industry in two weeks, just in case the video isn't damning enough to Jungkook's reputation and his company. I, this is your sister we're talking about. Jenny is dumbfounded. She didn't think Ruth would actually want to put you through something like this. She really is evil. I know, she grins, baring her white teeth, which is exactly why I don't want her anywhere near someone like him, if he's as bad as you say he is, so she'll thank me in the long run. Ruth, Jenny ponders her next words. Does she really want Jungkook back enough to do this? He's gorgeous, rich, good in bed, but he had always been cold towards her. Maybe if the video leak is traced back to your apartment like they've planned, he'll come running back to her? Believing you're the source of the leak? Yes. Without a shadow of a doubt, it's a yes. She wants him back enough to do something as sick as this. I'll text you when it's done. See you. Ruth's slender fingers dance in a quick wave. Soon she's driving her small white car back to the countryside where her boyfriend Sokjin is waiting for her. Ignorant to the chaos his girlfriend has created in the space of 24 hours, Ruth reaches into her bag on the passenger seat, grabbing Jungkook's video camera before tossing it into the River Thames as she travels home. It's after the hour-long drive she unlocks her phone, chuckling to herself upon reading one and only one notification. Jenny. It's done. Is everything okay? You're distracted by the paparazzi literally screaming at the security guards to get closer to the jet. There must be at least 100 cameramen on the ground all fighting their way to you and you've only just landed back in London. Shit. Young jumps from his seat and gathers his belongings. We need to get out of here and away from them now. Fuck. You want to tell us what's going on? Jungkook laughs at his friend's sudden change in demeanor, looking equally as confused as you. Rather than saying anything, Young turns his phone screen in hand so you and Jungkook are able to see what the problem is. It's an article. Actually, there looks to be several articles written about you and your boyfriend. You grimace, remembering his father's words about how you're portrayed in the media. It's when your vision completely focuses on the words that your heart drops into the depths of your stomach. Billionaire John Jungkook and girlfriend YN Bora Bora sex tape leak. Watch the video here. My gosh. So Nam June and Jenny are complacent. Yeah. But it's all Ruth. 
Mm-hmm. It's all Ruth. Yeah. And my, what? What? <laughs> like. What a villain arc. What a villain arc. Yeah. We went from just whispers of her existence to her being like the one. Mm-hmm. Like, goodness. Okay. Okay. Time skip. Present day. Wait, your boyfriend pauses the television. Taehyung sighs. Is this, the, is this clip from the day before Jenny was at Yan's apartment? Tae freezes, frantically checking the tiny, barely noticeable date and times that display in the corner of the screen. Yeah, definitely. But we were in Seoul that day. Are you saying you think the tape's been tampered with? How can YM be in two places at once? One of the security team must have edited Jungkook zones out of the conversation. His racing heartbeat is de- deafening as the realization hits him like a ton of bricks. The video hasn't been edited, but that's not you in his building either. No, the truth is far worse than that. He pushes his hair back in a hurry, audibly exhaling. You're going to be devastated. It's not edited. Jungkook's voice is deep. He presses play on the remote, cursing himself for not noticing this sooner. Jungkook, the date has to have been edited. That's why N. No, it's not. Jungkook launches the television remote at the TV screen, smashing it to pieces with an angry huff in in a display of brute strength. That bitch has been in his apartment, in his office. She works for him knowing what she's done. Ruth stole the video and Jenny leaked it. Fucking furious doesn't even begin to describe how he's feeling right now. I can't fucking believe this. Cook, whoa, Taehyung cautiously stands from the sofa. He's never seen his best friend lose his temper before. Talk to me. What's going on? That's not YN in my apartment. Jungkook repeats himself with ragged breaths. That's Ruth. And that's the end of this. Oh my god. Oh my god! I am. <laughs> I'll also be honest. I didn't think Jenny would have played that big of a role. No, me neither. <laughs> I thought she was just gonna blabber her little mouth about how horrible Jungkook was to her, and yeah. then that would be that. Mm-hmm. But alas, Your earwax. Works. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sweating. Yeah. Yeah, um, um, that's, that's the end of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd like to catch us in between episodes, you can do so at K-Pop Pillow Talk, all one word, all lowercase, on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and TikTok. And if you like us and want to let us know, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever other listening service that allows you to do so. And with that, thanks for listening to this episode of K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Nods. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs>